Well, according to Angus Reid, two in five, 38% of Canadians say a conservative majority would be the best government for Canada going forward. Latest polls show Pierre Polyev and uh, the Conservatives leading. They are meeting this week. They, meaning the Conservatives, are meeting in Quebec City for a three-day policy convention. Uh, Last night, uh, Pierre Polyev addressed the convention. Let's listen into a little bit of what he had to say. It's easy to forget how good things were and how much better they can be. You know, the most important job of any leader is to bring hope. Hope is what Canadians need now more than ever. He spoke a lot about hope uh, last night. A new poll by Abacus Data finds that millennials are nearly twice as likely to vote for Pierre Polyev and the Conservatives than the federal Liberals. I'm now joined by Amanda Monday, uh, Executive Director of New Majority. Amanda, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Tell me, uh, first of all, about New Majority. What do you do there? Yeah, so New Majority is a national nonprofit organization. We're a nonpartisan organization working to get out the vote. So we work to get young people to show up to the polls and vote in elections. Okay, so we are seeing the winds kind of shift here, and and collectively more Canadians are getting behind the Conservatives. Uh, but specifically, millennials are also uh, just very paying a lot of attention to to the conservatives more. Why do you think that is? Well, first of all, it's interesting because the narrative that we've heard for the whole time that I've been in this role, but also the whole time I've been a young person voting, yeah. is that young people don't vote. Yeah, right, and that. <laughs> Traditionally, young people are the ones who decide elections. But what I'm seeing now in the news is that young people really matter and that they will decide the next election. So for me, first off the top, it's really important to recognize the power that youth have in voting. Mm -hmm. What I saw in this poll was 2,000 people who filled out an online poll. Mm -hmm. We talked to hundreds of thousands of young people across the country about what they care about. We don't see young people identifying with parties. Hmm. So we don't talk to young people who are walking around with a T-shirt that says, I'm a conservative or I'm a liberal or I'm an NDP. What we hear over and over again is I'm stressed about the wildfires that are going going on this summer. This is serious. What's the plan? I'm stressed out about affordability. Mental health comes up over and over again. We just finished a huge survey where 41% of young people said mental health and mental health resources were their top concern. So for us, as a nonpartisan or getting young people to vote, what I can say is we don't see young people identifying with the parties. We see young people saying, what's the action plan for the things I care about? And will the parties address those major concerns, that's how you get young people to turn out to the polls. And that's what we want to see our leaders care about. Respond to the things that young people are really stressed out about. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with you, Amanda. I think, uh, you know, I I remember, I'm not young anymore, even though I feel it, Amanda, but, (laughs) but I do remember, you know, being a young voter and feeling like nobody is speaking to me. 
And mm-hmm. I think that's always the, you know, the mistake that happens is that, you know, um, we see a lot of uh, talk towards, you know, the the demographic that they you know, many parties think have, you know, a lot of sway, a lot of money. But you're right. I mean, young people do have a lot of influence and a lot of disposable income as well and yeah. are very concerned about issues uh, that are very close to them and their people, their, you know, their, their circle of influence. Yeah. And so talk to me a little bit more because I, I don't want to... Um, you know, just push this poll aside. Obviously, mm-hmm. something is happening collectively across the country where the conservatives are getting a, a bit of a, a lead here. Um, you know, they have really focused in on cost of living as well and how expensive it is to live in this country, in this region of G- the GTA. Is, is that, I would assume, is a, a big concern for young people as well? It's a huge concern for young people. What we've heard over and over again is affordability is on the list. Climate comes up over and over again. The wildfires, climate action, and what the plan is. Mental health and transport. Those are the issues that we hear young people looking for answers and action and a plan on. So we hear, what's the plan for that? The other really interesting thing is when we we had just done done some elections work federally and provincially in a lot of cases, young people need to know an election is happening Mm. and uh, that they, that they can vote how to vote. When we look at the polls, polls, online polls, phone polls are engaging a subset of young people who are already democratically engaged. Mm. What we're really interested in is all of the young people who don't know an election is happening, who you know, need a plan for voting, uh, a plan for where their polling stations are, whether it's on campus or uh, in person in their neighborhood. And to know that once they, once they vote, they be- often we see that they become a voter for life. Hmm. So getting them to the polls for us is the focus. That's it really is the focus. Talking about issues is really important. I think another thing to note is we're called New Majority. Our organization's yep. called New Majority. Something has changed with the next upcoming election, and that is for the first time in history, young people will be the majority of eligible mm. voters. Wow. So the population of Gen Zers and Millennials will be the majority of eligible voters. So when we're polling on what are young people saying, it's so, so, so important that those who are running listen to the issues that young people are stressed about because they are the majority of eligible voters. Yeah. And as you talk about, you know, you said some of the key issues for young people. I have so many questions out of that, out of what you just said. Um, so first of all, when you talk about some of the key issues being the environment, mm-hmm. um, you know, going back to who who talks about that well, who has a better platform. The liberals have spoken very strongly about their plans when it comes to the environment. We heard Pierre Polyev talk a little bit about uh the carbon tax last night. We know the history of the conservatives not as clear on environmental issues as the liberals have been in their platform sense. 
uh, how do you see that maybe changing? I mean, obviously, if that is a concern and if we're looking at uh, young people being the the voting majority, uh, obviously, the conservatives need to have a better plan. What do, yeah. what do young people want to hear and see from their next government when it comes to the environment? It has to be a critical issue, if not the top issue. There mm-hmm. has to be a plan. So think about it. The next federal election is scheduled for October 2025. Mm-hmm. So let's say it goes as planned. <laughs> the yep. federal election happens as planned in, in October 2025. That's two more summers yeah. of record-breaking wildfires. Yeah. We are coming off of a really scary summer. Our team's been all over the country. We've been in BC. We've been in Alberta. We've been on the East Coast. There's wildfires across the country, in the Northwest Territories. And it comes up in every face-to-face, in every phone conversation we have. They're worried about climate. It comes up the most often. Mm. So if climate is one of the top issues that young people care about, and the federal election is in another two years, in the fall, coming off of summer, to me, there's no option for those who are running to not talk about, for the Liberals, the Conservatives, or the NDPs, to not make climate the top platform issue. And right now that's something young people are looking for. Also, let's talk about, I have two minutes left. Let's talk about voter apathy. And, and, you know, you talked about getting young people to the polls. And I, I think this, you know, is across the board, be it young or old, this sense of my vote doesn't count. Nobody's listening. Look at the corruption. You know, we can go down the list of the reasons why we shouldn't, we shouldn't vote. Talk to me about how do you get young people, because that's that's the group that you're focused on, uh, out of their classrooms, out of their chairs, out of their work environments, and going to the polls thinking, I my vote actually counts, and it matters. I love that question, because for me, when I look at the data, I came into this job, I just joined, I'm the new ED. I okay. Hit the <laughs> okay. So I, I hit the job running, I got all the research, I pulled it all together, there, it's a myth that young people don't vote. If you look at the 2015 and the 2019 federal elections, young people have turned out to vote. Mm. What we need is new voters, first-time voters, young Gen Zers who've never voted before, mm-hmm. to know that they can, to know that it's easy to show up to the polls. What I've learned along the way in a short period of time, what my team has learned since 2019, is it's not about you should do this. It's not about telling young people that they have to vote. Mm-hmm. It's about incentives. And incentives, I don't mean gifts. I mean, what will help you address and feel like you have a sense of agency in all of the anxieties that you have, whether it's climate anxiety, mental health anxieties, the cost of living, affording tuition, being in school. One of the ways that you can address all of those anxieties is to feel you have some element of control, Mm. some element of agency. Voting is an excellent way to feel like you're exercising some agency and you have an element of control. So our work is really focused on getting to young people who have never voted or the first time voters and saying, this is really an excellent opportunity to help yourself and your community feel like you have some element of control in your future, get to the polls. All of our work is on turnout and getting young people to the polls. And we don't operate on, on the belief that young, or apath- or young people are apathetic. We believe it's much more about young people are 
stressed out mm. about the state of things and just getting to young people, having conversations, being on campuses, making phone calls, getting young people to text their friends. Those tactics are really effective in encouraging young people to show up and vote. Yeah. I have to run, but I also think about just even research and being able to be an informed voter, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with so much out there on social media, uh, knowing actually what the issues are, what what the parties are saying, uh, and not you know being taken down the the rabbit hole of misinformation and disinformation is a whole other a whole other topic we can go into. But Amanda, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for the conversation. That was Amanda Monday, executive director of New Majority, an organization that urges young people to get out and to vote.